Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the meltdown's going to start here in a minute. So if you want to fast forward, feel free to do so. I don't know what to say. All I can say before I started the podcast is I can't get too high. I can't get too low. I've had a lot of good bounces on my NBA prop bets, allowing me to win 11 consecutive days. But here on this show, I can't seem to get a break in college basketball. It was frustration city again. As my wife said, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it and you wouldn't have to go to work tomorrow. But it's definitely not easy for me. So let's recap the losing card. Let's start with my only winner on the card. It was a coin flip in the NHL. I cash in the Ducks and the Sabres over the six and a half. There's the positivity for the show. Then when we get to college basketball, where should we start? Do we go embarrassing? Do we go heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, depressing? Let's start with embarrassing. I had Virginia plus the two and a half at Virginia Tech. You guys also backed that one on Twitter, plus the three and a half. I didn't give you any winners in college basketball. So, uh, yeah, it's all on me when it comes to the Twitter vote. But uh, I bet on the Cavaliers after watching them on Saturday, score 49 points, offensively challenged, one of 11 at the free throw line. And I said, hey, sign me up. Let's do it again. Quick turnaround on the road at an arch rival. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Nothing was going to go wrong with that, right? Brilliant decision on my part. The Hokies blitzed me in the first half, down 20 at halftime or more. I don't even remember at this point. Virginia scores 41 points for the entire basketball game. They lose by 34, and I lose two units, and I deserve to. Terrible idea. Now let's get to the depressing. I had Southeastern Louisiana minus the one at home against Lamar. I'm up six with four to go. I feel pretty good about it. The win probability on ESPN says, how about 89%? Feel really good about it. It goes to overtime. Once it goes to OT, I get the red ink out, circle it. That's a loss. That's a loser. I know it because, hey, my OT winning percentage is lower than the DePaul Blue Demons this year. That's how bad I am in OT. I knew it was going to be a loser at that point. The live bet was definitely on the other side. Congrats to John. He's a big Lamar guy. His Cardinals get the job done in overtime, and I lose the ticket on the Lions minus the one. Then I decided, hey, let's go with the Ken Palm numbers. I can never bet into Ken Palm. If I challenge Ken Palm, I lose. So let's go with his biggest variance of the night. Survey says it was Alabama State minus the 15 and a half against winless Mississippi Valley State. Well, Mississippi Valley State goes scoreless for six minutes late in the second half. 
So Alabama State is up 16 in the final minute, but they foul. The Delta Devils go to the line. They make one free throw out of two. I missed the final two shots for Alabama State, and Alabama State wins the basketball game by 15. I repeat, I had the minus 15 and a half, so I lose that one by the half a point. So, so far, we've been embarrassed with Virginia. I lose a game in overtime, and I lose a game by a half a point. What could go wrong in the final game? I have Houston, the team that I think will cut down the nets right now. They're a Final Four basketball team. I absolutely love the Cougars. They're up 11 with two minutes to go, and I know it's not going to be easy. It's going to be stressful down the stretch. Iowa State just kept scoring, 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 and they finally stopped fouling down eight. I had the minus nine, and I lose by the half a point. So overtime loss, half a point loss, one-point loss, and a 34-point loss. I don't know which way I want to lose. They were all not fun. It was a miserable night. I got it out of my system. It's over with. For as bad as Monday was, let's hope Tuesday could be equally as good for me. So let's start with your trivia question. What team has the most NCAA tournament appearances without a win? 0-9 and currently one of the last teams into the tournament this year, according to the latest Bracketology with Joe Lenardi. A hint for you, the team is located west of the Mississippi River. So there's your hint. I'll give you the answer in a moment. So now, let's start with the card. And we go to the Mountain West Conference. It should be a good one. It's San Diego State plus the two and a half at Utah State. So top spot in the Mountain West is on the line tonight between a pair of nine and five teams. I've been calling for the big conference road win to complete the resume for the Aztecs for a bit now. This is the one. It happens tonight. San Diego State is 0-4 in conference against top 100 opponents. They lost by 18 at New Mexico. They lost by one at Boise State. They lost by eight at Colorado State. And they lost by four in overtime at Nevada. The Aztecs swept a pair at home by double digits over Colorado State and New Mexico last week. They beat Utah State by 14 in the first meeting. They have the number one defense in the Mountain West Conference. Meanwhile, the Aggies of Utah State are coming in off a 20-point loss at Colorado State over the weekend. They have seven top 100 wins this season. They beat Boise State by 19 at home. They beat Colorado State by five at home. The Aggies have the number two offense of the Mountain West Conference. They have the sixth best home court edge in all of the country. This place will absolutely be crazy tonight. But just like last year, I think the Aztecs get it done. San Diego State won by two on the road in this place last season. They'll do it again. Give me the Aztecs of San Diego State plus the two and a half at Utah State. Next up on the card, we go to the Big 12. It's West Virginia plus the three against UCF. So both teams limp into this one. UCF has lost three straight games. West Virginia has lost four straight games. UCF has been competitive in their last couple road games. A two-point loss at BYU, a seven-point loss at Texas Tech. After winning three straight at home over Texas, Kansas, and Cincinnati, the Mountaineers of West Virginia have dropped their last two games at home a 13-point loss to BYU, and a 13-point loss to Baylor. The Mountaineers rank 14th on both ends of the floor. That's bottom of the Big 12. UCF, meanwhile, ranks number 12 on offense, number 6 on defense. 
UCF won the first meeting by 13 in Orlando. This is the best remaining chance for the Mountaineers to win a game in conference. It might be ugly, but I expect them to steal this one at home. Give me a West Virginia plus the three at home over UCF. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, we stay in the Big 12. It's BYU minus the three and a half against Baylor. So I like how Baylor has been playing. They're 19 and six overall. They're eight and four in the Big 12. Winners of five of six basketball games. They have nine top 100 wins this season, including Auburn and Iowa State. They have three conference road wins already, but it was against the bottom of the league. They beat Oklahoma State, UCF, and West Virginia on the road. They also beat BYU in the first meeting this year, 81 to 72. The Bears have the number one offense in the Big 12. They're number nine on defense. BYU is coming in off the ugly loss at Oklahoma State. The Cougars are now 18 and 7 overall, 6 and 6 in the Big 12. They have seven top 100 wins this season, including Iowa State and San Diego State at home. Houston and Cincinnati have clipped them in Provo, but this is still the 25th toughest place to play in the country. It's their toughest remaining home game. It's a revenge spot. It's a bounce back spot. I like how all those things add together. I love this Baylor team, but give me BYU minus the points at home. I'm on the Cougars minus the three and a half over Baylor. Next up on the card, we go to the Atlantic 10. It's UMass minus the two and a half against VCU. So I love to bet VCU, and they've actually been good to me this season, but tonight scares me. The Rams have won four straight, including wins over Richmond and Dayton. They're 9-3 and three in the A-10. They're 17-8 and eight overall. The Rams have conference road wins at George Mason by four, LaSalle by six, Davidson by five, Fordham by 15, and St. Louis last time out by 10. They've lost just one game away from home this season. That was at St. Bonaventure by seven. It's almost too good to be true for the Rams. Meanwhile, UMass continues to take a step forward, then a step backward. Last week was the perfect example. They won a big one at Richmond, but then they, they stubbed their toe over the weekend at LaSalle. The Minutemen are 7-6 and six in the A-10, 16-9 overall. They're 11-2 at home. The losses were against Harvard and St. Joe's. It's the 53rd best home court edge in the country. They do have the second best offense in the A-10. Their defense is ranked ninth. I'll be kicking myself if VCU wins, but I'm going to back the home team in this one. Give me Frank Martin and the Minutemen, minus the two and a half, at home over VCU. Then my gut says Creighton upsets UConn, but I'm not going to bet into UConn tonight, so no play there on the Creighton game. But uh, yeah, my gut says the Blue Jays will probably get that one. Then on the Frozen Pond, my coin flip, I selected the New Jersey Devils at the Washington Capitals. Total of six and a half in this one. Tails it is. I'm on the under six and a half between the Devils and the Capitals. Your trivia answer is the Boise State Broncos from the Mountain West. 
They lost to Northwestern in the 7-10 game last year. They lost to Memphis in the 8-9 game the year prior. And they are a lifetime 0-9 in the NC2A tournament. Hope the Broncos get in this year. I'll probably back them in my bracket for the third consecutive year, hoping they get that first victory in the tournament. But let's recap my card for Tuesday. I'm just hoping I get a victory today. In college basketball, in the Mountain West, it's a showdown for the top spot. And I'm on San Diego State, plus the two and a half at Utah State. In the Big 12, I'm on West Virginia, plus the three against UCF. In the Big 12, I'm on BYU, minus the three and a half against Baylor. In the Atlantic 10, I'm on UMass, minus the two and a half against VCU. On the Frozen Pond, I'm on the Devils and the Capitals under the six and a half. Good days happen, bad days happen. Sorry I had that little vent there, but you got to get it out of your system once in a while. As always, everyone, enjoy the games and manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.